This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. Hey, we're on. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques Lamour, your host. Forever grateful that you downloaded this podcast. Hope uh, your Christmas uh, season or your holiday season is going well so far. I've been super stressed. <laughs> you know, it's that time of the year. There's just so much going on. But either way, I'm glad that I get to share just a little bit of uh, that holiday time with you. So this episode is brought to you by Vinyl Me Please. Join their record of the month club by going to joinvmp.com forward slash bangerang radio. Again, joinvmp.com forward slash bangerang radio for Vinyl Me Please. It's a really cool record of the month club. They happen to send you a record. Uh, that month that you particularly uh, don't like, or maybe you already have that record, you can easily return it and choose another album. So it's never a big deal. And let me tell you, they have a huge library of... Or Brary, I should say. I think I said Barry. Um, anyway, they have a huge library of records that you can choose from. Also, the Green Day tribute band I play in, St. Jimmy, we have our show coming up at House of Blues Chicago the day after Christmas for 90s Palooza. There is a No Doubt tribute, a Pearl Jam tribute, and a Sublime tribute on top of uh, us, St. Jimmy, the Green Day tribute. It's a 17-plus show. Starts at 7.30. Tickets are 10 bucks each at LiveNation.com. We've actually been giving away tickets for that show here on uh, Pop Punk and Pizza and also uh, Bangerang Radio and even uh, St. Jimmy on our Facebook page. We've been giving away tickets. So if you were one of the lucky winners, congratulations and can't wait to uh, meet you out there. If you can't make it to that show, we are playing Friday, January 19th at Black Sheep in Orland Park, which is just south of Chicago. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, look forward to us seeing you there. I am also proud to announce that Pop Punk and Pizza is a proud sponsor of this year's Snooze Fest at The Wire in Berwyn, Illinois. That's coming up Saturday, January 13th. Features Guardrail, Talk to You Never, Glory Days, Oceans Over Airplanes, Torch the Hive, Drew Neely and the Heroes, Invictus, and The Little Crown. 18-plus show. Doors are at 5.30. Show starts at 6. Tickets are 8 bucks right now at TicketWeb.com. Or you can get them at the at the door for ten bucks if you wear pajamas. Now, if you don't wear PJs, it's twelve bucks. Kevin of Guardrail actually asked me to be the MC of the show, which I'm very very honored. By the way, thank you so much for that, Kevin. And I'm looking forward to hanging out with so many awesome talented bands. It's going to be a fun night. So every podcast up until the show, we are going to highlight some of the bands that are playing Snooze Fest this year. About half of them have actually been on the podcast before. 
The one we're going to highlight or feature today is Drew Neely and the Heroes. Now, Drew was on the podcast pretty much exactly a year ago. We did a special Christmas episode together. It's episode number 12, by the way, if you want to go check that out. I'm actually going to play a little clip for you right now from that episode, which features an original Christmas tune by Drew Neely. Uh, I wanted to do another Christmas song, kind of had this idea. Um, Can't... You know, as a songwriter, you, sometimes you start with a verse, sometimes you write, start with a chorus, maybe it's a melody, maybe it's a lyric, and I had the lyric for the bridge, and kind of worked my way backwards and built the song around that, and we did it relatively quick, from what I remember, from, you know, writing it to tracking it and actually finishing it, and, uh, yeah. Alright, so, uh, Marry Me for Christmas, it's Drew Neely and yes. the Heroes. And I ever remember mistletoe, three inches of snow, Christmas trees in every window. I guess I better make my list. Get it in early so Santa won't be pissed. Brand new skis, flat screen TVs, walking dead season three on DVD. Oh, 
Drew Neely and the Heroes on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. They are playing Snooze Fest 2018 at or in Berwyn at the Wire. Pop Punk and Pizza is sponsoring the show. Can't wait to uh, see you there, Drew, and catch up with you. It's always good to see you. And yeah, that's from episode number twelve of Pop Punk and Pizza. If you want to check out the full episode, and Drew Neely and I have known each other for a long time, so we just kind of shoot the shit and have a great time. All right, let's get to that uh, conversation I had with Gallery 81. We had a great time, sat down, talked about uh, a lot of things. We talked about them playing Summerfest in Milwaukee this last summer. Also, we talked about some of our favorite Christmas gifts that we got as kids. So let's get to it. So you guys had a show last night. Oh yeah, how'd it go? It what was happened? Great. It was fun. fun. Yeah, we uh, debuted our new single uh, for Granted, mm-hmm. and we Cowboy had, Bear Chicago. Yeah, we had a really good lineup, but we played with uh, two Filipinos, Julianne Q. Um, Cubby Bear is all, always a good time to play. Great, and place. we're not trying to be weird. the The group was two Filipinos. Oh, literally. Okay, yeah. I was wondering. I was like, I was like, like just these two sure. Filipinos. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's what I thought. That's the first thing that came to my head. Is like, okay, like yeah, yeah we just played with some uh, two or two Filipinos. Of course, yeah. the thing that came to my mind though was maybe you're just good friends with them and. That's yes. why you can just They don't say, have names. That's just what we refer to our friends, the two <laughs> Filipinos. <laughs> hey, it could be. I don't know. But um, the, the show you guys played last night, it was like a benefit show, right? For Toys for Tots? Yeah. 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 We, we, had a good, uh, we had a good amount of donations, too. It was, you could either pay the cover charge or you, you donate some toys and that's cool. turned out great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, so it brings to my mind, since it was for mm-hmm. Toys for Tots... Can you guys remember like what your favorite Christmas gift was that you got at a Christmas a- as a kid? Brent smiling. I'm just trying to think. There's a, uh, I think Rescue Heroes. I don't know if you guys remember Rescue Heroes. What's Rescue Heroes? It was like like these small little not small but like more medium sized like figures. There's a TV show and everything, and it's pretty much just like. You fly around saving crap. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking it's about. It's like I have this yeah, big yeah. aircraft carrier and the little jet, too. And Wait, the rescue team needed an aircraft carrier? Apparently why Why they wouldn't did. they? Like a, like a, there's like Navy. There's like a police officer rescue heroes. There's oh. It's like all this different stuff. It's like a... You never heard of rescue to heroes? rescue at all costs. I'm, I'm, too, I'm too young. That's all it is. I'm the youngest one here, so well, it makes I'm, sense. I'm thinking that if I saw what you're talking about... I would know what you're talking right. about, yes. I, but in my head right now, I cannot pick. I can't picture it. Well, Rescue Heroes is like the one I remember as a child getting a lot of those for Christmas. Oh, okay, those were the yeah. For me, um, I remember being like eight, nine years old, and my dad buying me this huge boombox, weighed almost as much as I did, <laughs> and it had a, an actual strap that you could put the strap on your shoulder. And <laughs> I I loved it so much. Like I didn't ask for a boombox or anything, but my dad liked having this huge boombox. And I remember bringing it upstairs, and I'd just be like banging the walls as I'm bringing it upstairs because it's so big. Was it actually was it a legitimate boombox or was it like a toy? No, it was a legitimate boombox. It sounded great, and it was a cassette and CD player. Oh, it had and, a CD player too, okay. and it could. It, basically, no matter how scratched a CD was, it could still play it. Wow. Oh, that's, and that's it was a great. beast. Magic. I still have yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I still, hey, speaking of, uh, look. 
Yep. Wow. Oh, I still I have Sony have Walkman. Hey, guys, yeah, it's a dinosaur. I have, <laughs> yeah. I still have my Sony Walkman. Yeah, it's red. I haven't used it in, in a number of years, but mm-hmm. the, these things were notorious for always working uh, like when you're on the bus or wherever. Oh, like it yeah. wouldn't skip. Right. That was the big thing with these. And I think I got this for Christmas one year. That's cool. I want to say. That's awesome. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm trying to. It was either Christmas or a birthday. Yeah, but um, do you keep your floppy disks over there too? Off the side, three and a half inch floppy disks. Yes, that's that's true. It's <laughs> funny you mention that because I've been cleaning out a bunch of stuff in cl- the closets down here, and I did run across a a three and a half floppy disk that I had <laughs> in fifth grade. I remember having because they at the beginning of the year yeah, they passed I out having them. Yeah, they passed out one to everybody, and it was what you saved all your work on from the computer you know it's funny i totally forgot about that yeah you're right did you guys have to do that too i I don't i I did not have to do that (laughs) yeah i I think usb started becoming a thing i did and it was grade school yeah Mm -hmm. i was third grade Mm -hmm. i was this one was from fifth grade Mm -hmm. and of course like i would love to see what's on it but (laughs) i don't i don't have there has to be some way you can go like take it somewhere and someone does it probably in takes it off there has to be probably i'm sure so be, much money. it probably does but i'll be very surprised if there's no way you can get stuff off a of floppy just, disk just ask an apple genius th- they they know how to do everything it's true. true yeah i i wonder where you could locate one well ebay i suppose oh. you could probably actually get some kind of converter from i think i think frankly it's a lot simpler than that just go to the uh the goodwill the goodwill that'll be something yeah. for about 50 cents <laughs> 50 cent machine that you could just plug it into my yeah. problem is it probably won't even be a usb connector it'll be some kind of like old uh adapter yeah probably well it's gonna have a computer with a crankshaft on it yeah. a crank- <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's uh what are because they, they have flashlights that work that way yeah what do they yeah, call yeah. those is uh, it the the motion kinetic yeah, energy kinetic energy flashlight i think no <laughs> yeah they have flashlights that this. work that way <laughs> tell me yeah, more uh, an electronic flashlight another day another day <laughs> john what was your christmas present i got a drum set mm. oh that's awesome yeah, I got a drum set and it was i mean i didn't ask for it but i saw uh that thing you do and i really wanted one and then they just surprised me so that was cool and we were just talking about that movie before we started and who was was it Robert that hasn't seen it? I seen no, it. I, I've yeah. seen it. It was yeah. Brent. I haven't seen it. I haven't okay. heard Robert of it. saw it, but he didn't immediately be able to remember every line from the yeah. movie, so I'm yeah. disappointed. And what's funny is is my roommate actually loves that movie too, so when Carmen and John came over, uh, you guys were just like Quoting. going quote, 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 and I'm just like, okay, well, can we watch the movie now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I can quote the movie. Yeah, I and it's been the last time I think the last time I saw it was probably six years ago. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long because I the last time I remember watching it was with my girlfriend at the time, which was yeah like six years ago. So wow, great movie though. Awesome, it is movie. a good movie. Yeah, I need to buy that. 
Because yeah, they don't, yeah. I don't, they don't really have it streaming anywhere. I don't think. No. Actually, they have it on sale for floppy disk right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good. They have movies on floppy. Well, they probably you probably could. Yeah, you probably couldn't put the whole thing on there though. Well, no, you have to. You, you can't do VHS. HD, unfortunately. It's a VHS. You can still. It's get a little grainy. It's a little, little grainy. grainy. <laughs> you know what? I realized too. I we forgot to go around and, and introduce everybody, so we know who's who. So oh, we'll start. Okay. We'll start on the the left. And All right. Well, I'm I'm Carmen. I uh, I sing the songs of Gallery 81, and uh, I play a little bit of guitar from time to time. Yeah. My name's Carmen. I also sing, and I play some guitar. My um, name is Carmen, and I like the party. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Robert, and I play the bass. <laughs> if these people do not know who I'm gonna do are. A, I'm actually going to give a serious answer. My name is Brent, and I actually really do play bass. If people are listening to this podcast I was going to say, it's like, you play drums, yeah. don't you? And then On the side. On, on the, the side. They would, they would not even know. All, all of this guy's interviews, it, each one he contradicts liked. another, so you never know what the true facts are. Exactly. Oh, okay. Robert plays lead guitar, does backups. John is okay. on the, on the behind the kit. The, yeah, my name there. is Robert Kelly, um, and I I do sing. I'll be the serious guitar. answer here. I want to be yeah, I'm John. jokesters. So can I talk about my my Christmas present too? Is that yeah? Okay? Well, let's go like down the line. Did uh, did Rob do his? No, I was just listening to your guys' Ro- Christmas. Uh, all right, go ahead. Robert had the boombox. Robert had the boombox. Oh, that's right. He had the boombox. I go, Carmen. I think yours. One of the most memorable ones I had was one year. I opened up like a whole bunch of clothes and like I was I was maybe nine or ten all clothes before I was the super disappointed yep, <laughs> oh, before. okay got him <laughs> and like little girl <laughs> I uh I opened up all these clothes of course as a kid I was super disappointed and then my uh parents were like oh wait Santa left one more for you and it was like this Lego TIE fighter set oh, I thought you were gonna so say rad. it was like a, a air gun or a no nice no woven sweater the TIE fighter Lego set that's like the whole rad. setup to a Christmas story like you open mm, just just close yeah. oh yeah. Christmas oh, oh yeah like, there's something back there and he takes out nice the rifle play. and shoots his eye out oh <laughs> no 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 not that I mean, my life isn't that cool I have a I have a confession uh oh I've never seen a Christmas story are you serious I wow. saw it for, I saw it for the first time last year though so in his defense okay I saw it for Thank the first you. time last thank year thank you I got to see the grand opening of it in Chicago they did a. I think it was a musical. The Broadway? Wait, how old they are did you? a Broadway um <laughs> they did a Broadway version they, back in two thousand twelve. Thirty years ago they had the grand <laughs> it was um that could have been the same one. It was produced by the kid in a Christmas story. Oh. And Ralphie? Is he from Chicago? I don't know, honestly. Hmm. But I don't know. What I in Indiana. I, I knew I knew people, friends of mine were at the publishing company that like published that. A Christmas Story, the musical, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And so I got to like sneak in and go to the Chicago theater. It was oh, awesome. That's cool. And I know, I know the, um, yeah. the live TV version is tomorrow. I know. That's on Fox. Oh, yeah. It's got Matthew Broderick playing old Ralphie. Wow. He's also narrating it. And then it's got, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Maya, Maya Rudolph. Is that, oh, yeah, is, it, is it Maya or Maya? I think I know, it's Maya. Maya. Yeah. I would say Maya. So would... she's in it. And oh, there's another guy. His name is his first name is Chris, but he's got this long last name that I could never pronounce right. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I love Matthew Broderick though. He, I think he's so cool. I haven't seen him do anything in a while. I feel like he had an uh, an all star performance in the movie Godzilla. Very good. <laughs> that was, that was back know, in the nineties. I just re I re- like ninety eight something. I rewatched something like that. that. I rewatched that in the last. 
a uh, couple years and I hadn't seen it since I was probably right. when it came out when I was like yeah. eight or nine years old. And I didn't realize that uh, Hank, I don't know how, I'm bad with names sometimes, pronouncing difficult names, but he does a bunch of voices on The Simpsons. Really? You know who I'm talking about? Huh. Hank uh, no. Azura or as Is he the guy who played like the French intelligence? He no, uh and got oh, he yeah. played the uh camera man for the uh oh, TV. Yeah, he worked yeah, for the yeah, TV yeah. station. Okay. Yeah. He does um a lot of voices on The Simpsons and he's also been in um Friends. He played Phoebe's boyfriend. Yes. And he went off to Russia and left. Oh, uh, yeah. The scientist. Yes. 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 Yeah. In fact, I think he does the voice of the scientist That's so on funny. The Simpsons. You know, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. I don't know the character's name, but you guys probably know what I'm talking about. I think everyone's seen um, Simpsons. Yes. At least, at least once. At least one time. Yeah. First so. 300 episodes. <laughs> oh, gosh. How many are there? I don't know. 500? Well, is there 300? We'll see if Disney ends it or it's not. It's a year older. <laughs> we'll oh, nice. Disney is going to end Simpsons. Disney is not going to end Simpsons. There's no, no yeah. way. They've, they've been going on 28 years to yeah. 29 is years. It, is it the longest animated show on? It was like the longest. It's the longest show ever, yeah. and that was like ten years ago. They were the longest. You know, show Grey's Anatomy has been on forever too. <laughs> um, I like, know. Well, it was like fourteen seasons. That sixteen yeah. seasons. Law, Law like and that? Order. Law and Order SVU oh. is the is the longest drama now because it's been on for eighteen or nineteen wow. years. That's the guys, something like that. that. Grey's Anatomy might be behind, just behind that. They're pretty close. Hmm. Oh, I feel cool. like I don't know, but I know. I see. I watch Law and Order SVU, so that's why I know really? that. But I love that show. Um, I couldn't get into it. No, it's too, no, dramatic. It's too dramatic for me. It's just too much. Yeah, yeah I'm not a big drama on TV fan, but no. also I think part of it was like I always go to my grandmother's house and, and there's like a lot of bum bum. <laughs> Grammy, yes, the, Grammy, Grammy Kelly, Grammy <laughs> Whitworth, the other grandma. <laughs> she Grammy too. I mean, they're both my grandmas. Well, if they're both Grammys, how would you distinguish you, which one is which? Yeah. One's one's my mom's side. One's Gra- my dad's side. Grammy so one, Grammy two. Yeah, but if both like, Grammys are in the same room and you just no, if Grammy. I have to specify, I, I you use speci- the last name Grammy oh, Kelly. Okay, oh, there man. you go. See, in my family, it's Granny and then Kid. Kid, kid, <laughs> Gra- kid, grandma. Yes. Okay. The kid, reason why she's kid rock, but kid grandma. <laughs> I know it's weird. I know. Uh, the reason why we call her Kid is because when my brother, my oldest brother Josh, was a kid. Um, he would always say, hey, you, come here, kid, and all that. So he started calling her kid, oh, and now we just call her just stuck. kid. Just caught on. Yeah, it's just, I know it's kind of weird, and some people still look at me like, what? No, I think that's, that's cool. That's a cool story. She's a kid. <laughs> she might be, though. Born at heart. At yeah. heart, she's a kid. Also, what's the status on this pizza, guys? You, who's, I think it's, is left. I think it's, oh, it's going to be polished. So. I mean, I I want, I would like a slice, too, if so you guys. Jock okay. needs some, too. I, I'll take, I'm still working on the pepperoni one there. Hey, I've got one slice that's good enough Thanks, for me. Bro. I wanted the bulk of it to be for you guys, so because you're well, the guest. P.S., shout out, Jacques. That was awesome. The pizza was delicious. Yeah, you like that? You ever had Casey's? I love Casey's pizza. Oh, okay. had so my my fiance is from a little town outside of Macomb, Illinois. Okay, Ugh. and man, I haven't been down to Macomb in <laughs> years. College so town. Keep Every time way. I go down there, yeah, I keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, it is I, kind of a weird place. I went to school really there, and it's a it's a terrible place. <laughs> yeah. But they have Casey's pizza. They do have Casey's. So every time I take the train down to Macomb, we stop at Casey's pizza on the you way back. You can take to a train house. down there. Yeah, yes. the Amtrak runs right there, man. Uh-huh. 
Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That's probably one of the few things it has going for it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Definitely. It's, uh, what, Western, right? Western, yeah. So we played, um, my old band played down there a number of years, probably almost 10 years ago oh. by now. We played some, I don't know if it was a school function or not, but we played like in their downtown square Oh yeah, area. the square looks pretty cool. It is. That was pretty cool. We walked around downtown a little bit. They had a cool uh, music shop there. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't the name think of it's it. in business anymore. No, no I, it wouldn't surprise me with you know how small business. It's so hard yeah. for a small business, especially in Macomb. Yeah. I would yeah. say I would, it's got to be shops. especially in Macomb. Yeah. College kids aren't interested in in that too much. No, I think not, not. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but they had a lot of vintage stuff in there. I remember those are my favorite. Yeah, honestly, one of the things I. Whenever I travel, um, I love to do two things. One, check out coffee shops. Two, see what kind of small music shops are. Yeah. And, I, I, and I I've, I've come across, yeah. there's one in Madison that it's like, I look it up, there's like two pictures. You don't know what, you don't even know if it's actually open or not. And I show up and I talk with the owner and apparently they have the largest used amp selection in the United States. Really? Wow. Yeah. And so, and I'm like one of three people there, so I'm trying out all these vintage Fender amps and everything. I'm like, this is heaven for me. It was they great. kick you That's out. So cool. Yeah, then you look at your wallet and like, oh, I can't get any of like, this. Yeah, this guy's not buying shit. Get him out of here. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're also the guy to go around like for like small breweries as well, like beer-wise. That's true. Like, yeah. There's three. I definitely That's do that. I say. There's three. But, but for me, coffee and music shops. I would, I would do coffee. For me, higher. I have to check out the the tiniest taco shop I can find. Hold <laughs> the wall. Those are the it. best ones. Mm -hmm. um, there's no good tacos in if, Florida that I found so far. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever come back down this way, if you go a little further south um, in Kankakee, it's about 20 minutes from here, there's a place called um, Azidros. And it's, Azidros. Yeah, and it's like, like you just described. It's like, tiny. And it's amazing. I was actually just my uh, coworker and I. We go there from time to time because it's his. He's obsessed with like tacos, mm. and so Who isn't yeah yeah right. So um, we went there just the other day, and it's just so good. And there's there's literally it's such a small place. There's only like a couple different tables and like, things I like that. that. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very intimate. We'll say. So this so. makes me curious. Um, in Chicago. What what is everyone's favorite uh, taco place in Ooh, Chicago? That's a tough one. Wow, it's for me. I would say it's probably a tie between um, Big Star Tacos mm -hmm. and yeah, one of El my Cid. favorites. Or El yeah, but also uh, El Patron is really good. Hmm. I can't answer that. That's the hardest question I've ever been asked in my whole life. <laughs> I like El Cid. El Cid. El Cid's that, good. Did you go with us after our one show at uh, Estate? Yeah, that was yeah. Where, yeah. That's El Cid. El Cid's good. Yeah. Up That's in Logan spot. Square. Good spot. My favorite, my favorite taco place is Fired Up. It's, 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 in, it's uh, is that in the Naperville. Fusion one? Uh, no, I have no idea. Like It's like the it, Korean Fusion. One of my buddies, he showed me it, and it's like the best tacos I've ever had like in my life. It started as a, like a small shack first, like a like a road truck, and then now it's like a business, and it's just it's always packed there. From it's, the ground up. Like, mm -hmm. it's amazing. I don't think I've ever... 
This may, this is gonna sound bad, and Can it's gonna show. It's gonna show I definitely don't go to Chicago enough anymore. But I've never had Chicago's, or I've never had tacos in Chicago. There's well, a lot of places you yeah, can go. I was gonna say there's got to be so many of them. And I mean, Carmen mentioned Big Star. That's definitely one of the most popular ones. And that's that's it's has a, a special place, place. Yeah, I've I've honestly I've been there one time where we waited at least ninety minutes for a seat. Oh wow! Because it was like booming and it's winter time so there's no outside seating yeah but um cold that place has a special heart for me and it's so good yeah that's it sounds good wicker park the yes yeah and then which um, is not which is isn't far from like logan no it's it's one it's like see right below logan you've got humboldt park and then like right east of that is wicker park so Mm -hmm. it's logan humboldt wicker but probably my all-time favorite burrito is it used to be where I, I used to live right off north in Ashland. And on Ashland at that intersection is this Mexican grocery shop. And inside is one of those like Mexican taco places. And for like four fifty, you have this biggest burrito ever with avocados and it is so good. That sounds amazing. (laughs) That sounds really, really good. (laughs) Now, now I want to go. Now I want to go next. uh, We're going to have a sub podcast. Yeah, it's if gonna the pop be, punk we'll take the pop punk work. out. Yeah. We'll just do pop punk and burritos. <laughs> that works. Ooh. Oh, that would work just as well. It's, it's all depends on the day. Yeah, yeah. You know? honestly, I feel like if That's people the the, in the genre are not eating pizza, they're eating tacos and burritos. Probably it's cheap. <laughs> it gets yeah. cheap. cheap. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And I mean, when you're on the road, a lot of times uh, Chipotle will feed you, or you can get like a discount. What? Really? Yeah. What? Well, guys, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> like, We're on the road, like, afterwards. like a, a touring band or like yeah. just you're a, moving and you're traveling? I've never heard this before. <laughs> no, this like a touring. Um, a couple different, you know, uh, I think two different, two different tours I was on, I can remember stopping and uh, or calling ahead to... Uh, chipotle that was on the way to wherever we were going and i think the one of them was in ohio another one i can't remember where the heck it was at but we got hooked up a couple times if that's true i might only i might start eating at chipotle more just to support (laughs) them like that's cool yeah Yeah. oh yeah it wasn't during the salamella phase where they're just handing out free stuff (laughs) (laughs) is that why hey you guys want some lettuce like you're not sticking around here's some tomato I think what it was, I think they gave us like a 50% discount or something. What? That's, that's cool. great. Yeah. That's like, what, four bucks, 450? Usually one of those That's a like big deal, bucks. man. Yeah. Especially if you're traveling on the so, road. No, Chipotle is, is cool like that. And of course, Taco Bell has their little program that they do every year. I don't know if you guys know about that. They do, they do it for touring bands to where they get like, oh they give them this card. And they there's so much there's so much money on it for Taco Bell or wow. maybe it's Taco Bell for the year I can't remember but I know bands like 2018 road trip <laughs> there you go Tour del Taco I know bands like Real Friends and, and Knuckle Puck have been a part of that <clears throat> that Taco Bell program before I think we, the trick is to like get big and then um, yeah it definitely is. and they start giving you free yeah. stuff big? E- even in, like independent label anything really. Well, you don't even have to be on a label. I think there's bands on it that aren't on a label. But also, could, quick shout out, John. Like thanks for thanks for the gum. John just gave thanks, gum to John. everyone here. Nice. Yeah, the nice. pack's done. Actually, there's one more piece if you want. One. Jacques, do you want some gum? Um, I'm. I, I still haven't honestly had my <laughs> slice of bro. Pizza. Eat that just, pizza. I'm. Just, well, I'm talking to you guys. So <laughs> my mom That's always true. said, "Talk and eat." 
That she said that. I don't think that's a tough one. That's a tough one. It's been a while. I think it's eat and then talk. That's talk. I didn't say that. It's eat then drink. And then talk. Then talk. Eat, yeah. drink, talk. No, eat, drink, bathroom, talk. I wouldn't say... Dessert. I don't think you should talk after drinking, because that could be bad. Yeah, true. That's fair. Unless yeah. it's politics or religion, then... There's no win. <laughs> they come There's hand no in hand. There's no wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were talking... Uh, you guys played Cubby Bear last night. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite venue in Chicago to play? Is it Cubby Bear? <sighs> uh, or? I like Cubby Bear. The sound system's always great. I still haven't been to a show there. I need to do that. Well, don't go until we play there next. <laughs> okay. Good point. <laughs> Good point. No, um, support. I love them. Uh, no, you, you, no, you go. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I love Cubby Bear because Cubby Bear is one of those... I, I love a venue, especially in Chicago, who's willing to take risks on uprising artists and, and, and they really work with the artists to kind of develop a show as well as compromising like helping each other out whatever fits their schedule and everything um one of my all-time favorites is elbow room and a part of it the guys there they know how to it sounds so great on stage and um in the room and it has like a very cool atmosphere to it but they're also i think they have a great system um where if you bring a lot of people, you can actually, as an artist, make some good money. While sometimes that's the hardest thing for original bands in Chicago to do. Like, we're trying to grow and get a new crowd of people. And so, sometimes we'll do a show that doesn't have the best turnout. Sometimes we're trying to, like, team up with other artists. So then we can all expand and be able to be heard and spread our music supporting each other yeah um but so yeah elbow room is one of my favorites that's a good one brent any uh probably cubby bear cubby bear cubby bear is probably this very same. everyone's super nice there like, yeah last night the staff is super nice yeah, like, they're they all were. they're all fun yeah so, cubby bear is probably just for that alone i feel like it also sounds great too i think that robert has a good point it, cubby bear is one of those venues that will take chances on artists um we've been lucky enough as as a group uh john and i to play hard rock cafe cubby bear Mm -hmm. and house of blues which is actually where we met john uh john um robert carmen (laughs) carmen uh but i think sound wise cubby bear definitely would be top two um, there's well, actually we're not a, getting booked for any other venues again. Thanks, Carmen. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, there uh, it goes. There it goes. Each venue has really cool things to it. Like House of Blues, there's definitely an aura to it being on stage when those curtains open and you hear the crowd start to cheer when they see you. And I will say one thing I like was very impressed with with House of Blues. One, it's fun to get, like have your own green room and it looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And there's multiple floors. Um, two. I was really impressed with the sound guys on stage and they were able to get that mix sounding excellent right. in no time flat. And it's like, all right, ready to go. And it just, it sounded perfect. Yeah. And then like the Hard Rock Cafe, the staff is always super wonderful. The mm-hmm. food's great. Um, it's always cool being able to look out into any part of the room 
in uh, the Hard Rock Cafe and you see some sort of vintage or autographed memorabilia, mm-hmm. like Johnny Cash has one of his suits there. Elvis has, I think, a guitar. Jimi Hendrix has a guitar Some cool there. pop punk stuff. Fall Out yeah. Boy has some gear there. Yeah, Patrick oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. I haven't been to the one in Chicago. I've been to the one in uh, Nashville. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and they had all that stuff there too. Especially being in Nashville, you got to have some cool yeah, memorabilia you step there. Step your game up in Nashville. Yeah, um, I know the one in Nashville. Their uh, room, their music room, is actually upstairs, and their restaurant is downstairs. I don't know how the that's one a, in Chicago is. That's a smart is. idea. I think that's a better way to have it. That's the hardest thing about Hard Rock Cafe. Is you have the tables right in front. Yeah, you're playing with the mixture of those who are just tourists from anywhere in the world mm-hmm. who aren't really there for live music. But the nice thing is they are welcoming. They're like, oh my gosh, like we're here. And there's a Chicago original group mm-hmm. um, playing. But the problem is, as our sound, we want people to like stand up, move, to really yeah, be moved. High energy. Rather than be like, mm, this pizza's good. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I like that song. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I agree. It, it that That would probably be the uh the tough part for you know for playing there but you're right each venue has its own thing mm-hmm. that you love like when i think of subterranean i yes. immediately think of how the green room is literally right above the stage and they have that spiral staircase so that's, that that's, goes down see it's been on my list i have not played there yet no yeah. no um played there one time and i've been to multiple shows there mm-hmm. too but i always thought that spiral staircase was so cool i remember the the day before we played our show there, my brother was telling telling me that was like the first thing he told me about. It. It's like, oh, you get to go down the spiral staircase, and I'm like, what? And, and is like, that where the green room actually looks like a dug in hole? I uh, no, I don't okay. think so. Is there a venue that their green room so. looks like? like it's got I, a dug I've in had hole? friends who. I've I think you're thinking Snapchat. of the rabbit outside. Yeah. Or like, it doesn't even exist. <laughs> it was a dream. Oh, Just no, sorry, that up. was the drugs. <laughs> the drug. ah, it was a drug, sorry. Those, qua- those quaaludes again. Oh, they'll get you, those quaaludes Every for time. sure. Every time. <laughs> Every time. If we learned anything from Wolf of Wall, of Wall Street, it's those quaaludes oh, will get you. Oh, my God. That was the craziest scene in that, in that movie. I, th- In my opinion, that was the craziest scene where oh, yeah. they're both of that was... It was both of them, right? When that were driving on... the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was and he, it's like that's a funny scene. <laughs> he gets back and he's like, "Sir, uh, did you have uh, any hard time parking that car last night?" No, yeah. officer. And it's like the tree is like coming out of the car. <laughs> There's like a the mailbox. Yeah, the, the mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, too funny. But yeah, every venue has has its own thing. Um, Honestly, I think my number one sound-wise for me was a little venue called The Wire out in Berwyn. Oh, yeah. Outside of the city. Um, can you silence your phone, Robert? Yeah, respect. I'm waiting for at least like three more texts, and then I'll silence it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to add the atmosphere. Yeah, I guess. There's going to yeah. be like little whistles. Shout out to out. my brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your brother's on Pop Punk and Pizza. <laughs> you didn't even know it. Uh, I bet he, he'll love that, Dave. Yeah, yeah he'll love that. Um, we're actually... Uh, Pop Punk and Pizza is actually sponsoring a show out there. Oh, cool. Um, oh, wait, is it the... Um, the Wire? Snooze Fest. Snooze Fest. Yep, we're sponsoring that, and I'm supposed to be emceeing the show. Awesome. Um, which I'm really excited about. Um, and when is that? It's uh, January 13th. Very cool. And yeah. that's a benefit for... It's. It, I love I believe, the idea. I believe it's... Uh, they're, uh, donating the proceeds to Puerto Rico. That's what or, it is. Wow. You know, some. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to go to like Red Cross or 
wherever it is, but it's supposed to go down to Puerto Rico. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun. We weren't invited to play, so no, unfortunately not. But do you know any of the guardrail dudes? <laughs> yeah. So actually, uh, the, one of the guys from Guardrail plays in um, the Million Reasons. Oh, and, well, uh, um, Scott, uh, Mike. Well, yeah, Mike I was going to say. Well, Mike and Ken both play in Million Reasons. Oh, they. I've. Don't think I've ever met Ken officially, but yeah, yeah. Ken plays. Uh, maybe I, does Mike play guitar in Million Reasons? I forgot because I haven't seen. Yes. Okay, then Ken <laughs> Ken does too. I'm pretty sure. Maybe Scott plays bass. Scott plays bass. Okay, and I, Scott's a cool guy. He's actually oh, yeah. with us before. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when yeah. we played Summerfest. Brent. Oh, that was Scott. Yeah, that that's was the Scott. guy you're talking about. Scott. Yeah, I loved him. He's <laughs> great. He's a super nice guy. He is. Oh yeah, cool. super talented too. His mm-hmm. voice is really good. Yeah, I know he had some great harmonies that show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just I don't know how how he does it, but I remember the first time I saw him play. Um, it was uh, Kevin, Andrew, and then like a couple other Kevins. And I'm trying to remember who else was in the band, but then Scott was in it. They were they were called Save Yourself. I don't know if you guys never heard of that. remember Save Yourself. That came before Guardrail and Million Reasons and all that. Um, but Scott was the lead vocalist, and I just remember being blown away when I saw them a couple times because um, our bands played with each other a few times and just I was just so impressed with his range. It his style didn't fit the band, but I was just blown away because you know his voice i feel like is more geared towards like um definitely rock and roll. more more classic rock or, or yeah sure. rock and roll yeah, alternative he was, he um, was telling me right that he I was, was like he was trained in the theater or something interesting yeah i didn't know that. that yeah no but he actually he saved us big time uh we, we were playing at Summerfest. i know and poor brent he almost died i was dying <laughs> we, what? yeah so what happened I think we were supposed to play Summerfest July 4th weekend. I had a full plan weekend, yeah, too. Saturday. I was going to go Rip Fest, <laughs> play a show, everything. But So he filled in on bass then yeah, for you? Like, like, what, last minute thing? Cause like two days was. before. Yeah. Because uh, I had... We I, was, did I, not... I was, like, sick. I was, like, sick. And then... It's more than sick. Yeah, well, you, you almost well, died. I, I well, I was sick, but then I thought my parents thought it was a science infection. And... Then, like, long story short, I just, like, just felt like it was, like, a big, nasty cough, terrible cough. Then I started puking blood. Oh, God. And I was like, well, I don't think this is a sinus infection, Mom. No. So, long story short, I went to the ER. They told me I had uh, two liters of fluid around my heart. And it was pretty much, like, compressing my heart. So, it was pretty much was killing me to a degree. So, I was in surgery at the time. Like, like okay, we have to get this out because doctor's face was white. And just, like, okay, he's too young to have this. Mm-hmm. So, then... I think my dad texted you or called you at yeah, that time because I was dad like, called I, me. he can't make it. I was sitting in the Having middle heart of heart surgery right now. He yeah. might not be able to show up. No. I'd be like, wait, what? I was sitting in the <laughs> middle surgery? of a rain delay at a White Sox Yankees mm. game. Couldn't even hear the voicemail, but I saw it. All I heard was, hey, this is Brent's dad. He can't play Summerfest. And then I didn't hear the rest of it. And I was like, what? What is happening right now? <laughs> oh, well, and then I couldn't yeah. get a hold of you because, of like, course, no, I, was, I was operating room or something. Yeah. I think I replied to you later that after I was like awake and everything. Yeah, but. letting us know that you were alive. Yeah. yeah, I was. So, did they tell you exactly what happened? I still don't know to this day what caused that. They think it's like a virus. That's why I hope it's just a, a virus. Crazy virus. A I virus te- caused all the fluid to build up. Yeah, in your lungs. Like it, it took or? like six months to do. That's that's so what the doctor was saying. So you had it for a long period of time. Yeah, I just then. didn't know. But I well, a couple months before that, I complained about chest pains, but. 
and I went to the doctor like oh it's just a muscle thing and they gave me like these little like muscle relaxing pills or whatever yeah. and I was like weird. oh I'm good now but that was not the case so wow. anytime like I think sort of like chest like pain I was just like sort of like you, you started to get All right, scared let's see what this yeah. is mm-hmm. and I still don't know what caused it it would be nice to know what caused it just so I got tested for like lupus rheumatoid arthritis I was gonna say uh, that's something that can happen with lupus I think right <laughs> yep, isn't that that's, that's a negative, fluid though. thing everything, <laughs> thank god every, everything major right. came back Anything like like super major came back. Luckily, <laughs> came great. back negative so far. So oh, we're we're God, glad man. you're alive. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah, and we're obviously grateful for Scott being able to. We do fill not take it for, for granted. Well, yeah, no, it was great. I, I also messaged Scott after that show too. A couple of days after, like, think maybe I think after I got out of the hospital, I messaged him, and then uh, we were talking for a little bit. And he seems like a really nice guy from what like, Facebook messages. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a cool dude. We so. took some fun pictures though on those rocks too. I know yeah. we were sad you weren't there for that. Yeah. So when you guys played Summerfest, mm-hmm. where did you play? Was it a certain? I, I actually haven't been to Summerfest. So how does no. how did that work? Neither have for, I. Neither <laughs> have I. Well, uh, too soon, Jacques. Oh, too well, you soon. set him up for that one. I did. So I I'll, did. I'll, I'll set this up for you, Carmen, and then you can take right. it over. But um, uh, I'll say two things. One. When, like, I started joining this band and we were creating music together, I told Carmen, it's like, I want us to play two places. It's like, I want us to play Dirty Nellies, because that's by where I'm at in Palatine. Okay. Um, and I want us to be able to play Summerfest. And kudos to him, he made it work to where we were able to play both venues within the first year of playing together. Um, and Summerfest is a favorite of mine. I've been going there like six ti- 16 years in a row, and it's... 10 days of music, countless stages, and at like 10 p.m. you have like the big, big artists play. Um, and it's considered the largest music festival in the world. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew it went on for a long time, but I wasn't sure, um, like I said, because I've never been. I've always wanted to go because there's it's, always been bands that I've wanted to see. It's my absolute favorite because it starts at like 12 o'clock and goes on till 12 p.m. and it's a massive space with all these stages that you can just walk to from one to the next um all open air yeah all open air outdoors right next to the lake michigan uh in milwaukee and uh it's only like 12 bucks to get in so it is the greatest it is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And so we actually played on the ground floor stage, uh, which is a stage that's run by uh, three really awesome dudes, John Rouse, um, Gene Gruber, and Dave Dragis. Um And they had this audition. They was uh, supposed to be like a uh, acoustic solo venue. And I went there and I showed up and I played freight trains acoustic by myself. And uh, they said, hey, you know, we'd love to offer you uh, a slot at Summerfest. And I go, that's wonderful would it be okay if you know i brought my band because this is you know kind of our dream and they said yeah no there's it was awesome they're really cool about it and the ground floor stage has grown leaps and bounds it started off kind of as a smaller thing but now it's this this community of artists that are helping each other and um we really had a chance we played a full hour there it was really awesome saturday of fourth of july weekend saturday fourth it was like the, the people who headlined i think it was a Zach Brown or Zach Miller? Or what? Zach Brown Zach, Band. Zach Brown that was at the, the Amphitheater. They were yeah. the headliners yeah. that night, mm-hmm. so it was cool to be a part of, of that day. And um, 
yeah, it was really just an awesome experience, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to get to do it again. But oh yeah, the ground floor stage was really rad. People just walking up to you, you know, very appreciative mm-hmm. of the tips, bought merch, and it was also kind of cool. Like the place is massive, like I was saying Huge. before, and I'd be having lunch with my family or dinner, uh, and. This, these couples came and like, hey, you played the one stage, like we loved you, and like they're talking for, with us for fifteen minutes, and it was nice to have that kind of love and in a different state, yeah, like out of our home area. True. Yeah, I mean it's not far, but yeah, you're mm-hmm. you're out of your your hometown mm-hmm. area for sure. So, did was there a lot of people like passing by the stage or was there a lot of people oh, yeah. watching you guys? I don't know yeah. where exactly that's located at and how that. So we were in like this crossway right on the, on the lake. Mm-hmm. And, um, there was like three, uh, three main stages that you had to like walk through this triangle or a three way intersection. Mm-hmm. And where the fourth would have been was our stage right there in the front. So to get to any of these three big stages, you had to cross mm-hmm. by. Or at least you could. Yeah. Um, I guess you didn't have to, right. but it was it was kind of where they had a lot of vendors But I mean, because we were so awesome, everyone's like, we have <laughs> right, to stop right. by this we, place. Yeah, we got to yeah. see these guys. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> people were able to literally walk up. I, mm-hmm. I, the stage was, was small, so I actually was in front of the stage yeah. uh, with my amp and my pedal board. And um, people were just walking up, and you know they would take selfies with us, and that's cool. Um, we got a lot of people to you know again buy some of our merch, and right? And the fun thing like was on Facebook, we had a good amount of people who actually came to Summerfest to see us. Yeah, but then since it's Fourth of July weekend and such a big festival, uh, it was really fun to see this crowd just grow and grow and grow. And they stopped like, within for a, while. a song; it was just expanding, and. Yeah, there was a long time period where there were a lot of people there, uh, and so many of those people had no idea who they were. They were just stopping by to see what we were doing. Yeah, I would say probably our biggest crowd was right around when we started playing for Granted. Mm -hmm. Um, We had probably a crowd of maybe 80 to 100 people at one point just in that triangle, three-way intersection. Yeah, it was a lot of people. It was a good, it it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Did you guys bump into any of your, like, musical heroes or anything like that up there? I mean, Slash and Paul McCartney were just having a slice, and so it was cool talking with them. Seriously? No, no, unfortunately. But we did, we were, uh, our last couple of songs were filmed um, on the Jimmy Kimmel promo shoot. They covered Summerfest. And actually, um, John's uh, fiance at the time, nope. You guys were married by then, weren't you? No, we were definitely fiance. Yeah. Okay. So John's now wife. Hey, and, congratulations! Uh, yeah, yeah. And Robert's girlfriend were actually in the promo video. <laughs> yeah. Like they were holding a kid. Was it one of your? Yeah, nieces my or niece nephew? Lily. Then they were they were in one but of the they promo. They were still repping gallery. They had the gallery eighty one yeah. shirts. On. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. That was pretty. So cool. you guys can kind of say you've been on national yeah, television. Yeah. Did yeah, you actually cool. see? Thanks, Jimmy. That was so nice for you to feature someone. <laughs> I was gonna say like you guys that. are like BFFs with Jimmy now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Definitely. Yeah, we're gonna be on he the show. Pick soon. up a lot of my phone calls, so <laughs> any of them. Guillermo does. I call him every day. <laughs> Guillermo. <laughs> uh, um, so did you actually see that clip air, or did one of your friends see it? I searched for it. Oh, okay. So I didn't realize that Jimmy Kimmel was promoing Summerfest, mm-hmm. and they had a couple different clips spread. Yeah, out, and like I forgot five. we had that camera. There was there was a camera crew yeah. who is 
stationed at our area checking us out for yeah. a while. That's and awesome. we, we find out that it was, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel's, mm-hmm. uh, like, Summerfest ground crew that huh. he had for, for the show. So that was uh, really an awesome experience. It was that fun, was cool. for sure. Definitely. <laughs> Sorry. some good close-ups, too. <laughs> so we, you guys... Yeah, Brent's over here like, yeah, <laughs> he I there. bet it was cool. I'm so sorry, It was a lot Brent. of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. Hey, so but you know sorry, what? You could have been dead. It was a dead. growing experience I was going to say, you could have been... Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't go, because... Yeah, if you yeah. if you died, I don't think we would have played some. Well, either that well, or you died, they, they couldn't do CPR on me. I found that out. They couldn't do CPR on me because you were so. so been just that is. It would probably would have killed you. Oh yeah, no. If they would have done CPR me. on you, yeah. yeah. Jesus, we wouldn't have played Summerfest if you died. Probably not. You probably would have been at home with your family, <laughs> comforting them. They're lying. No, I'm <laughs> just teasing. Um, so you guys just put out a new single, as we mentioned earlier, yeah. Uh, yeah. for granted. So what's the? Uh, I do want to play this song on the show. Yeah. So what's the inspiration behind this song before we play it? Yeah. So for granted, um, we were kind of coming out of a a period where John and I had a chance to write uh, one song together called "That Makeup," and we were trying to get our uh, feet wet as a group contributing more and more to yeah. the creative process uh, because typically ahead of this point it was a lot of me doing the the songwriting and bringing the song to the band and this was kind of our first step as a group to write something more inclusive of everyone's tastes and um, artistic influences but for granted itself as a song is just really what it sounds like not taking people moments relationships for granted um and i think that's evidenced in even just within the first verse of the song mm-hmm. uh the lyrics about you know if someone that you were intimate with um disappeared would they move on or would they keep um the way things were the same in memory mm-hmm. of you so it's um a little bit thought-provoking but it's just really to not take people or relationships for granted Okay, I, that's one thing I did notice uh, listening to um, For Granted versus your Freight Trains EP is it does sound obviously different, but I wondered if it was because of you guys writing together and not just one person kind of bringing it to the table. Yeah, I think um, what I was looking for uh, specifically in this was to make it more modern sounding. And um, more like contemporary to what's going on on the radio, and uh, I think with all of our um, suggestions and our inputs, we got to that point very well. And uh, I think it does sound a little different from our other music, but it's just uh, the direction we're going in. Yeah, I think yeah. it. Like, what's what's that song? It's I think it's by the Outfield. Um, your your love, your use, love use yeah. your love tonight yeah it it kind of that's the way that's what i thought when i first kind of was playing that riff but i hmm. you know we changed it up and it totally took a different form that's that's um, not what uh came into my mind but it's so funny you mentioned that uh, but for, yeah no I, I think john hit nail on the head yeah and it, it was fun i mean i feel like i've been able to as the guitarist and everything be able to contribute to songs previous to this um but this really was carmen had just uh, lyrics and most of the guitar for rhythm down and then the rest of, this, of the band we were all able to just play it again and again and again together and start take shape and I really 
I feel like it matches so well with everything we've done thus far. Um, but I do, I really enjoy how this one turned out and, and to express ourselves in a little bit uh, more dynamic of a way. Yeah, and it, it's one of those, I'm, I've loved everything we've done, and I'm especially proud of this song. Um, and on top of that, my solo... I had to from now on I'm going to start videotaping <laughs> when I record in the studio because oh you don't write your solos yeah no like sometimes I'll, he never plays the same thing I don't ever it's always different yeah always. but but so I, I try to sometimes like alright how am I going to come into the solo and maybe it's like how am I going to come out of the solo everything else is just complete feel it um, and this I I, as a guitarist, I really enjoyed my little guitar solo, but then it's like crap. Like, I wish I, I videotaped it, it. I know. So I'm <laughs> uh, like leading up to this gig last night. I was trying to relearn that. I'm like, okay, oh, okay. What do I do? I'm gonna just fake it right here. <laughs> yeah, you just create more work for yourself by doing yeah. that. I well, would then, say, right? Then we have songs like Unfair, s- where like he just totally shreds it, and like it's all you know ad-libbing the guitar mm-hmm. solo Nothing and he never plays it the, the rest of the song yeah i mean it was hey, great no. but it, no, I'm it's kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. no it was really great but he never has played the same thing more than that studio session <laughs> i i try to be inspired by the moment i believe a lot of my playing is is trying to be in the moment um but but yeah every now and then it's like all right really take in the lyrics uh before you do the, the same show. solo for best friend's girlfriend you got that one down. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of songs where now I've kind of come up with a, a common structure where it's 75 plus percent quite the same. All right, well, let's take a listen to it. If I told you that I wouldn't be back at me Would you keep that spot warm That spot where we laid Where our dreams always stayed
right, it's for granted. Gallery eighty one, not eighty three. Eighty three is the tribute band to That's Gallery eighty one. Yes. Yeah, there's also the non hyphenated Gallery eighty one. Oh yeah, and they're one of our biggest fans. Yeah, <laughs> Gallery enemies. Yeah, they are. They've taken a lot of our shows. They have seriously, <laughs> especially uh, where was it? House of Blues. They took our show at the House of Blues. Yeah, I Gallery so. hyphen eighty one and uh, United Center too. That's true. They yeah. offered us <laughs> that one Eight thing. Us. Yeah, yeah. They don't like the hyphen. Apparently, some people can't even put the hyphen in their promos. Like, they don't have the way to do special characters. Really? Yeah, that's what House of Blues told us. So, we literally were Gallery Space 81. So, what's the the big deal behind the the hyphen? Is it just... I um, mean, space represents life. Everything between gallery <laughs> and eighty-one. That's the beginning. <laughs> well, just since you, you know, since you guys brought it up, I mean, yeah, yeah. so so you're talking about, you know, um, some people can remember to put it in or not, or you're saying with House of Blues, they actually couldn't, yeah. for some reason. But I mean, is it really that important for the name, or is it just because that's how you guys distinguish yourselves? So or? that is, it's kind of both. It's how we distinguish ourselves. Um, because there was, uh, I think, Gallery 81, if you search search online, I think there was like... Um, it's like a, an art. There was like a plus 81 gallery in yeah. New York that closed down. Like an art gallery? Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, that's what I could see would first come to your mind is right. some kind of art yeah. gallery. And that, I mean, going to you know the origin of the name, which that's a whole other story that kind of plays into our motif but the hyphen is just more so to distinguish uh, ourselves and for copyright and trademark purposes i get you future down the Uh line yeah be kind of like people forgetting to put the the hyphen and like blink 182 because they have have yeah or um there's other bands that have hyphens i'm trying to remember now offhand i can't think the hyphen led zeppelin <laughs> the, yeah. led the led zeppelin no there's a hyphen between each word the uh, led hyphen yeah zeppelin or the the beetle hyphen s the beetle the, s. <laughs> that wouldn't make any apparently sense apparently the yeah. hyphen was i'm still figuring it out <laughs> i'm still trying to figure that out all right well last thing before we go though plug your socials so people can check you guys out yeah, um, the official gallery. It's actually Gallery eighty one official, right? Yeah, Gallery eighty one dot official yeah. on Instagram. Um, all four of us are on Instagram too: mm-hmm. uh, Brent Sternal, John Aldrin, Robert Kelly. Mine's Robert J R Kelly because there's so many Robert Kellys. Well, if you go to the band, there's a lot Instagram of there's page, there's only one R Kelly though. There is. There are two. There are two. I mean, there's one black R. Kelly and one then white one, R. Kelly. Who's are you allowed to are you allowed same. to say that on an on a I podcast? I feel like there's two black R. Kellys. Who's the there's probably one? a lot of R. Oh. Kellys. <laughs> and then uh, we're on Facebook, Gallery eighty one with the hyphen. Uh, we're on Twitter, Gallery underscore eighty one. You and tweet or not really? Uh, what is a tweet? It's like a it's like a bird, but it, it a chirp. Talks. A, a chirp? No, I think that's Boost Mobile that did the chirp. Chirping? Yeah. 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 Facebook's probably the best place to go. Yeah. Okay. Facebook's Facebook probably the best. And Instagram too is all the photos. I'm, I'm a big like Instagram fan. All right. Yeah. yeah. yeah we we definitely do it up on Instagram mm-hmm. too. Oh yeah. So. Ig. Awesome. Well, thanks again, guys. Thank, yeah, thank you. So much. Thank you, Jacques.
Thanks again, you guys in Gallery 81. Super cool dudes. We had a great time. Uh, Carmen Gabriel, lead vocals, guitar. Robert Kelly, guitar. Brent Sternal on bass. And John Aldrin on drums. All you guys and your families, have a Merry Christmas. Pop Punk Picks of the Week. Three, two, one. Now, we don't have a lot of time for pop punk picks today but it's from a band called set the trend and they will be on the show at some point in the future this song is called silhouettes it kicks some major butt Silhouettes by Set the Trend. If you like that song, go to setthetrend.bandcamp.com to download it for a buck or more. I'm pretty sure you can probably find it on iTunes and all that fancy stuff as well. So look forward to uh, having Set the Trend on uh, here on Pop Punk and Pizza sometime down the line. But that's it for today's episode. I'm Jacques Lamour, your host. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and listening today. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, Vinyl Me Please. You can join their Record of the Month Club by going to joinvmp.com forward slash radio And also Audible, go to audibletrial.com forward slash radio. You can uh, listen to some audiobooks as you're doing your traveling this holiday season. And, of course, when you sign up for either one of those companies, Bangarang Radio gets a little bit of funding, which which we could definitely use. So thank you for that in advance. Please uh, reach out to us and follow us on social media, Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast on Facebook. Our Twitter is Pop Punk Pizza Pod. Our our uh, Instagram, Pop Punk Pizza Podcast. The Bangarang Radio pages are both... For Facebook and Twitter at Bangarang Radio. You can hit me up on Twitter at On Air with JL. 
And if you want to be a guest on the show or you want your music played on the show, shoot me an email, bangerangradio at gmail.com, and we can set something up. I can't always guarantee that I can get you on the show or get your music on the show, but I try my hardest to as long as it's something I'm into. You can uh, listen to all of the Pop Punk and Pizza podcasts at bangerangradio.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, or sometimes you can actually watch the version on YouTube. And it does pay off, by the way, to like us on Facebook because there are times when I am recording a new episode, I do live Facebook videos of it. So there's actually one for this episode with uh, my chat with Gallery81. Before I say ciao, adios, from the bottom of my heart, I want to say Merry Christmas to you and your family. And, of course, a Happy New Year. Or Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever it is you celebrate, happy holidays to you, my friend. And I hope everything is going well for you. It's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza